0: Hey guys, I just wanted to make a really quick correction before we begin the podcast. When I'm speaking about the Keegan Klein arrest, I made a mistake and said that he was arrested in 2022 when he was actually arrested in the year 2020. So I just wanted to clear that up before we start. Thanks. Enjoy. Welcome back to another episode of Comedy's Dead. I'm Sandra. I'm your host. And if you're watching on YouTube right now, I know I probably look high, but I am not. I just have horrible allergies. And at the moment, I cannot breathe at all. So anyways, we will get right into it. Um, I don't know if any of you guys at home listening are into true crime or listen to any of the true crime podcast like Crime Junkies or Murders and Martinis. I mean, women love this shit. We do. We will stay up late at night and watch this stuff, you know, when we're home alone, and then wonder why we need to pop a Xanax at night to fall asleep. And I know men like to make jokes and say that women enjoy watching these shows because secretly we fantasize about being raped and kidnapped. And yeah, because that's every girl's dream, to be tied up, choked, and left in the woods for some hunter to find while he's taking a piss. You know, it's that dream date that Taylor Swift is always singing about. I mean, trust me, fellas, I can honestly tell you, women are not fantasizing about being kidnapped by some creepy guy in a van. We're fantasizing about kidnapping you. That's that's what we want. That's 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 what we are thinking about is kidnapping you and forcing you to be our co-star and our cross country reality TV show van life YouTube channel thing or whatever. I mean, but the only difference is we're women, so we're not we don't have to be violent about it or anything. I mean, we're not going to force you in by gunpoint. I mean, we'll just lure you in with our pussy. That's how we do it. Like, oh, come on, babe, it'll be fun. It'll just be me and you in a van, cross country. I mean, think about all the sex we can have. We can have sex in the tent in the woods and we can take shrooms and have sex and we can make sex tapes in the shower. Oh, come on, babe. It'll be fun, babe. And then, you know, after two weeks of eating nothing but mustard sandwiches and driving 200 miles in the wrong direction, I mean, you realize you don't want to fuck this guy anymore. I mean, you're not even attracted to him anymore. I mean, he was raised by women, and you were raised by a bitch, so the only thing you know how to do is yell at him because he doesn't know how to fix anything. I mean, van life isn't fun when, you know, you're broken down on the side of the road, and your co-star doesn't know how to change a tire, so he calls his mom. It's like, hey, since you have your mom on the phone, see if she can help you figure out what a clitoris is. I don't know, or better yet, hang up on your mom and I don't know, go call that Al from the Tootsie Pop commercial. How many licks does it take? Not three. Anyways, I just think there's a bunch of, I don't know, we have men and women have different expectations when it comes to relationships. We totally do. And I blame Taylor Swift. I blame pop music. I do. All these pop singers the, at least the females, they're always singing about, you know, what is a man thinking about late at night when he's lying in bed alone? It's like, you don't want to know, okay? It's not about you. He's probably thinking about fucking your mom. I mean, it's science, right? You just don't, don't ask. You don't want to know. And what is that stupid song? Uh, She wears high heels, I wear sneakers, she's cheer captain and I'm in the bleachers or whatever. Uh, men don't care about what the hell you're wearing. I mean, the only thing they care about is which one of you are going to blow them after the game. And my money's on Ariana Grande. Because she'll let you hit it in the morning like it's yours. What is it, break up with your boyfriend because I'm bored? It's like, I don't know, Ariana. Why don't you take Taylor Swift's boyfriend's dick out of your mouth and go get a real job, you spoiled little twat? I don't know, guys. I'm just saying all this stuff it's all connected right we don't live in this i don't know paradigm of a world or whatever the hell i'm talking about i'm just saying everything's all connected right that's all i know but i am a true crime podcast fan and honestly i watch it especially now because i have a daughter And she does not listen to a damn thing I say. So I have to find ways to scare her about, you know, the reality that she lives in. So she doesn't do something stupid like get into a car with a stranger, you know. So I was watching the other day. What was it? Uh, Because TV sucks. There is nothing on TV, FYI. So I was watching very scary people with Donnie Wahlberg or Mark Wahlberg I don't know whichever one was not new kids on the block he's now on headline news CNN hosting a show anyways so he they were doing a a special or a show about this killer couple this husband and wife duo that went out and abducted young girls raped killed them and videotaped it So I called my daughter in and I'm like, look, look at this. Look at this woman. She's out here pretending that she's lost. So she's her car's parked in a public parking lot, church or school, whatever. And she's flagging people over because she's pretending to be lost. And then once the girl gets up there to help, you know, her figure out where the hell she needs to go, this guy pops out from behind the back seat and forces her into the car. So I was like, look, don't don't be nice. Do not try to help anybody. If somebody is lost and they're trying to wave you over, cross the street and tell them to ask Siri or Alexa. Those bitches know everything. And if they don't have a phone, sorry about you, bitch. Better luck next time. I mean, just, you cannot even be nice or help people anymore. Sorry, but that's what we have police officers for. You can go find somebody else to get help. Anyways, but no, that's why I like true crime. And I, uh, I this, t- I wanted to do this last week, or at least I wanted to f- film it a few days ago. That way, it could have been out and posted before I or before the weekend or whatever. Anyways, but because I, I wanted to talk about the Delphi Murders because. Recently, I don't know if you guys know about this, some of you might, but there was a document leak that I kind of want to get into. But I had to research everything, and it was a lot to research, and some of it was disturbing, so it really fucked with my head. But, anyways, next week I'm going to be doing a more in depth conversation about this leak because it was a 194 page leak, and then I was able to find an affidavit um leading up to the leak so you it, to talk about it in depth and really go through it you actually have to have somebody else to talk to about it or it would just be overwhelming and that's what caused this overwhelming delay in getting this episode out so anyways if you're not familiar with the delphi murders i'm going to catch you up to speed so on february 13th two, 2017 2017 Libby German and Abby Williams have the day off from school. It was a snow day that wasn't a snow day, so they get the day off, okay? It's a free day. So they decide to go to the Monon High Bridge, which is in Delphi, Indiana, where they live. There's a trail system, and one of the trails leads to this big, long trestle that's out of use. So kids like to go walk across it because it's high, and you know the railroad tracks, are they're, they're spaced out. Anyway, so it's fun. So that's where they went. I guess it was spur of the moment kind of thing. Anyways, Libby's sister dropped them off at 1.30 p.m. And around 2.07 p.m., Libby posts a picture to Snapchat of Abby crossing the bridge. And then a little bit before 3.30, Libby's dad shows up to pick the girls up. They don't, they're, they're not there. They're nowhere to be found. He starts calling Libby's phone. Libby's not answering the phone. So eventually he calls the grandma, you know, just the typical order of operations of people that you call and things that you do if you can't get a hold of somebody. So by 530 p.m., they're officially reported missing. The uh, search continues. There's, a, I guess, a big, huge search. The search continues into the night. Officially, it gets called off around midnight ish. I could be wrong about that. I don't have that in my notes, but they call it off officially unofficially people keep looking especially like the fire department because i don't don't know it's funny that the police decide to stop looking and go home because they're worried about the elements and somebody falling and tripping because it's dark out i mean they're fucking cops that's kind of their job don't you think anyways but the fire department continues looking the next morning the search continues. I think maybe around 10 or supposed to start at daylight. I don't know. I, I don't exactly have all that in my notes because really it doesn't matter because the girls were found murdered on February 14th, the day after they went missing. And um on and they were murdered of course. We don't know the cause of death. They've never released that. They haven't really released much from this case. On the 15th, police release a photo from Libby's phone of a man that was crossing the bridge. And we now call this photo Bridge Guy. If you're from Indiana, you know who Bridge Guy is, okay? Well, you don't know who Bridge Guy is. I mean, everybody has their opinion or their suspicions or their theories of who Bridge Guy is, but we really don't know because there's not enough pixels. the, The photo wasn't in frame. It's blurry. So we don't know anything other than it's the shape of every midwestern man in the state of indiana that i would not fuck sorry listen this man clearly does not eat a plant-based diet and i do so things just would not work out anyways moving on on uh, i know i can be a bitch sometime but really i don't i'm i don't give a shit so anyways on uh february 21st police re released an audio recording from libby's phone of a man saying down the hill and obviously, clearly it's the bridge guy with the gun in his pocket, because you can clearly see in the picture, you can see the gun. So we know he has a gun. He gets to the girls, he tells them down the hill. And this was the, I mean, this was right the next day, all this stuff was coming out after they were found. So I thought that was pretty, that was pretty a quick turnaround, but I mean, they had the phone. So, um, And then they released some sketches and, you know, it, anyways, we know nothing. OK, there's never been a person of interest. There's never been a suspect. We don't know the cause of death. We know nothing. The only thing that we know or have out there are thousands of these YouTube videos and podcasts and, you know, murder. Uh, discussion groups with everyone with their theories of who did it everyone's like, oh, well, I'm friends on Facebook with somebody who's friends with one of the moms and she's friends with that one guy that they interviewed. And it's just, it's like, there's only 3,000 damn people in the whole entire town. I mean, everybody knows somebody because they're all related up there. And if they're not related to a person, then they're fucking somebody who is related to that person. Trust me, I know what I'm talking about because I am from a town of less than 2,000 people, okay? And I know people on Facebook that found out they were late that they were related to their third cousin at the damn baby shower. I mean, coincidences happen all the time in small towns. I mean, it's just it's just crazy. And I mean, obviously, I'm from Indiana, so I'm interested in the case because it's actually not that far from my house and it's even closer to where I grew up at. So obviously. I want it sobbed. So, you know, I'll get on some of these murder discussion groups on Facebook. And these people are just so stupid. Oh, my God. I was reading a post the other day and they were like, well, considering the short time frame that the killer had, you know, to complete the murders, I would say, based on my knowledge, that it was either a first time random kill or a planned random kill or a first time random kill or because of the the short time frame it was an expert killer who had killed before or it was a it's like what no shit sherlock i mean what else would it be aliens i mean has anybody you know checked to see if there were any ufo sightings reported that day I mean, these people, I'm sorry, ladies, but just because you figured out your boyfriend's passcode on his phone before it locked you out does not mean you're basically a detective, okay? It means your boyfriend is fucking your best friend because she'll let you hit it in the morning like it's yours or like it's his because you're too busy on the phone trying to crack the case with that Anthony Greeno guy who's the – anyone – if you're not – if you're listening – on apple podcast or whatever this would be a good time to go check out youtube because i'm going to post pictures because this anthony Greeno guy honestly he's he's my favorite character and this entire shit show of a, a case an investigation i mean uh, this guy i mean honestly I, i'm sorry do you guys watch this stuff this this anthony Greeno with his duck dynasty sidekicks out in the woods all the time running around, you know, I mean, I'm sorry. Look, I don't know for sure, but I know it's a fact that when these guys are not out in the woods pretending to play Scooby Doo or whatever they're doing, they're at home jacking off to a poster of the Olsen twins in their parents basement. They are, I'm sure of it. And look, can someone explain to me how running around like a monkey on crack in the woods is going to help solve the case? I mean, this guy is out here all the time pointing out how hard it would have been for the killer to go up and down the hills and cross a creek. And so, are you stupider than you look? I mean, anybody with two legs could have walked up that hill. It's not even a hill. It's really just a slope. And, and also whoever did this, he just abducted two girls. So I'm assuming the adrenaline was pumping, right? I mean... If you want to catch a killer, you got to think like a killer. I mean, if, if rape, murder, rape, if that's what you're into, if that's your thing, then a little hill is just part of the experience, right? I mean, to him, he's going up the hill for a threesome. I don't know any man in the world that would let a little tiny hill stop him from getting to a threesome. I mean, Stephen Hawking could have made it up that damn hill. I'm sure of it. And... Listen, I I don't, I mean, this Anthony Greeno guy, he's getting tens and thousands of views per video just running around the woods like it's, you know, American Ninja Warrior or something. And he's not helping catch anybody. He's not coming up with anything new. He's just acting like a monkey on crack. That's all he's doing. Meanwhile, I'm over here. I'm having to raffle off an autographed, copy of my tits for 100 views and i'm letting the 100th viewer sign them and i'm talented this guy's just i don't know what he is but i mean and speaking of being able to navigate these little hills you know who has no problem going up and down these hills anthony Greeno. i mean has anybody checked his uh alibi for the day of the murders I mean, don't they say that murderers revisit the crime scene? I mean, this guy has been to the crime scene more than the damn police have. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if he's the actual killer. He might be He might be bridge guy. It could have just been a ploy so he get get money for his stupid little production thing that he's running in his double wide over in Martinsville. It's insane. I don't know. But the reason that I am interested in this is because recently there was this huge document leak and it's kind of mind-blowing. I didn't know about any of this and I don't think anyone else were really aware of this. So here we go. Um, And if you're not familiar with the case, what I'm going to do is I'm going to try to break it down in a condensed chronological order of operations. So it's easy to visualize you know in a real-time manner as it was actually happening and if you are familiar with the case chill the fuck out because I'm gonna leave a lot of stuff out because it's condensed and I'm gonna be doing a podcast next week with another comic where we're gonna break this stuff down so um where was I yeah anyways Because this is really just turned into a complete shit show. And I like shit shows, so whatever. Everyone else is making video things and getting 10,000 fucking views, so can I. But anyways, I'm a comic. I'm not here trying to like fucking catch a killer or anything. Anyways, so here's what happened after the girls were found. On February 25th, 2017, two weeks after the murders, Police and the FBI raided the home of Keegan Klein in Peru, Indiana. and this home, he shared with his father, Tony Klein. And why and how did the police get a search warrant for this house? Apparently, somebody tipped off the FBI, and the FBI informed the Indianapolis State, or the Indiana State Police, and they got a warrant from uh, Instagram and Facebook book because they had said that there was an adult male who was posing as an underage male going by the name of anthony shots and he was soliciting young girls okay so they get the ip address from instagram and then they go to the Com- comcast was the uh internet service provider and they get the address to the actual house happens all the time anyways so what did police find at this house well they found six devices with hours and hours of child pornography and uh, when Keegan was brought back to the police station in question he admitted to making the Anthony Schantz accounts and he admitted those were all his devices and what he was doing and he, I, I guess what he would do is he would meet the girls on Instagram or Facebook and then he would move the chats over to Snapchat and kick messenger and meet me or something I, I don't know anything about this stuff so, but that's what he was doing. He admitted to it. And, oh, and also he actually admitted to speaking to Libby, one of the girls that were murdered, the night before she was murdered. Well, actually, he thinks he remembers. He can't really remember. It might have been one of his friends, one of her friends. He can't, but he spoke to somebody on the phone. He just can't remember because, remember, this interview, this these this leaked document is from three years after the initial raid on his house. So he had three years to get all of his personalities stories straight. So he doesn't remember talking to Libby the day before she died. That was Anthony Schatz that talked to her. Keegan Klein was actually in Las Vegas being an underground bounty hunter. Yeah, so what has Keegan Klein been up to in this three years? After police just let an admitted child predator walk out the police station a free man, well, he's been babysitting kids in exchange for a couch to sleep on. So sorry, kids, if one of your bath time videos with Uncle Keegan made it onto the dark web. Should happens, try better help. I mean, I that's the that is the answer from the Indianapolis State Police and the FBI. So I, I mean. It is just when I said there it make this stuff is this is why I'm interested in it because I want to know why the hell police waited 3 years to arrest this guy for I mean yeah, I know they had the the whole double homicide that they were looking into and so I mean I don't know if they waited because technically you had two men living in the house and all these devices and one admitting to speaking to the girls and making this account, and I, I mean I don't know. I, I, there's so many possible explanations as to why the police would wait three fucking years to arrest him. But anyways, I, but anyway, before we go more into the investigation or about the 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 leaked documents, I do want to go over how these documents were. Acquired because technically this was a leaked document. It was accidental. It wasn't on purpose. So, according to attorney Kevin Greenley, who is from Indiana, and he is also the host of the Murder Sheet Podcast, a podcast that he produces with his wife, um, Ana Kane. And early March 2022, he was on this Indiana website called My Case. So this is available to anybody around the world can get on there type in somebody's name find out what they've been charged with everything and just by sheer luck or being in the right place at the right time somebody while he was researching the keegan klein arrest somebody posted this interview interrogation in the wrong file in the file that he was looking at because it was a glitch or something i don't know anyway seems a little sketchy But and why was he there looking into Keegan Klein? Well, I mean, besides the fact that he has a podcast, he somebody had called because his wife, he's a lawyer. His wife is a investigative journalist and they do a podcast together. So somebody had called and tipped him off that the police don't think Keegan Klein was the killer, but the real killer was his father, Tony Klein. So, anyways, what else did we learn from this leaked document? Well, not a damn thing, really, because police are allowed and do lie to suspects all the time, so we really don't know what's going on. The only thing we know for sure from this document they leaked was that if Keegan Klein has ever been in your house, he has definitely jacked off in your kid's closet. That's all we know for sure. I mean... So, but what we, it really, the thing that really pisses me off, because besides the fact, first off, nowhere in this damn document do they suggest, allude to, or or even inquire anything about the father, Tony Klein, doing anything, I mean, killing anybody, you know, jacking off the kitty porn, nothing. So I don't know where they got that. I have my suspicions. And I'm going to talk about that next week with another comic, because like I said, this investigation is there's so much shit in here. It is crazy. So. But what the thing that really pisses me off before I, I went off on a little rant there was what we learn, besides the fact that Keegan's a perv and a child predator, We learn more about just how badly the cops screwed up this investigation. So anytime you see Superintendent Doug Carter go on TV and tell to speak to the killer where he says all this stuff like today might be the day, one day you're going to learn. We've learned so much about you and one day you're going to learn what we know about you. And then he goes on to say, oh, you made mistakes. He's not talking to the killer. He's talking about the goddamn police because They fucked up. You want to talk about mistakes? Oh boy, these men screwed the pooch on this investigation. Yes, they did. So as we stated earlier, there were six devices seized from the initial search warrant that was served on February 25th, two weeks after the girls were found murdered. But really, it wasn't six devices. It was seven devices. And I don't know if you people at home are familiar with... I or internet service provider search warrants, but it's not like the police are just going in there blind. Every device that you would have logged in to that that IP address is stored on your router, and that you the the uh, cable company or whoever pro- provides your internet service would have access to that as well. So when the police went in there, they knew how many devices and what devices they were looking for. So. And I also was able to find an affidavit, and a lot of it is, this is an arrest affidavit, because remember, the original uh, raid was in February 25th, 2017, and they didn't arrest him until August 19th of 2022. We're talking three years here, folks. So the affidavit that I have is from the Miami County Sheriff's Department, you know, before they arrested him in August 2022. So... In this affidavit, and one, it really it lists all the devices that were seized, what was on the devices, whether or not it had a passcode, and the last time that it was utilized. And then, of course, it gives a summary of like the six shit that was on it. But anyways, um, but it talks about this seventh device. And here, here's the deal. The timelines are really important. You know, police always talk about timelines and how timelines can catch a killer. Well, you know what? Timelines can also show you how fucking stupid and incompetent the police are. Like, I'm sorry, I'm not paying for this shit. If I was one of their parents, I would, I'd, I could, I, I don't even want to think about it. But, so this is what we know from the affidavit. The house was searched at 12.35 p.m., OK, and then by 1.25 p.m., Keegan is, uh, you know, in the police station, given an interview about being a pervert and all the stuff that he's into and downloads and blah, 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 blah. But he also admits that his main phone that he uses is a white iPhone 5C. So they knew by one twenty five p.m. that there was still a missing phone. They didn't find one of the devices and they let him leave the police station at 7 30 PM. And then by 9 19 PM, he's back in his house. He turned on the iPhone five. What is it? Five C what his iPhone five C. And he starts deleting all of the apps. He deletes kick. He deletes Snapchat. He deletes, uh, the meet me, all that stuff. So, I mean, how could the police not find the damn phone? This is, I mean, what, did they, did they check under the mattress? Did they not look up in the vents? I mean, were there any women officers involved in this search? Because a damn woman would have been able to sniff that damn phone out like a bloodhound. I'm sure of it. And... What were they too busy? Jacking off to all the nude photos and images on the vices? That's what it sounds like to me. I wouldn't be surprised if they one of them wasn't in the bathroom fucking jacking off and then they left it in there and they forgot about it. That I would not be surprised or shocked at all because if any of you people watch the news lately, you know that the Homeland Security are all cross-country doing all these kitty porn busts. And it's always, I mean... There, it runs the gamut there's no there there's no group that these these pervs fall into it's everyone it's it's pastors it's police officers it's people in the CIA it's people it's it's tech people it's teachers it's it's volunteers it's fat fucking lazy fucks like Keegan Klein that live in his parents basement i mean they're everywhere people so I, I have my suspicions about this this phone and the tip and uh, other things but we're going to talk about that next week because really there's also another phone that he he had because the the interview basically the interview basically just continues and it's police you know asking Keegan if he searched for this or if he searched for that, and he was like, "No, I didn't search," I, you know, "I didn't search for eleven-year-old gangbang." And they're like, "Well, then, if you didn't search for it, who did?" And the police or Keegan says, "Oh, well, it must have been my friend." And he gives a friend, but the name is redacted. And the police, you know, respond with, "Well, that's all fine and dandy, but this friend, whatever, was not with you in Vegas, and we have all these searches in Vegas, so." who was searching in Vegas because you will learn that shortly after the murders, maybe a week or so, I, I'm not sure, but him and his dad take a vacation to Las Vegas. And I guess in Vegas, he's searching, you know, all this stuff about the murders and all this other, and, and of course in between, you know, 11 year old gangbang, whatever. And, so they, they say, well, could your dad have had the passcode or password? And he's like, oh, no, my dad, I would never let my dad use my phone because I don't want my dad to know that, you know, I'm into 10-year-olds. So anyways, it's just a bunch of that. So basically, we don't know anything at all other than they let a admitted child predator walk free for three years. That's all we know. And you're probably wondering why I'm so interested in this. Because it's kind of not something that I would be. I'm a comic, all right. I'm a very vulgar, dirty comic, and so it's just not my area that I, I want to do a podcast about. But I am especially interested in this because I just found out that I'm friends on Facebook with people who are friends with the 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 the, the Tony Klein, the dad. Yeah, and I mean, and I spend. A, I mean, they work with him. And I spend a considerable amount of time with these people and locations that are close to where he works. Not only that, but he has pictures, this Tony Klein, this supposed killer, he has pictures with people that live down the damn street from from me. And now everyone keeps telling me to be careful because Tony's crazy and you need to watch your back and blah, 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 whatever. And... I also did a podcast back in 2021, just about it was with a a guy that another comic and we just did a true crime general podcast generics. We were just talking everything true crime. So obviously we talked about the Delphi murders because it's right up the damn street. And I just made the comment that I thought it was really odd that according to one of the girl's grandmas and the searchers that found the girls noted that they were looking through binoculars or an iPhone where it was zoomed or something and two deer caught their eye and that's how they found the girls. There were these two deers by these two dead girls in the middle of a search party with people screaming, you know, these two girls' names out and choppers flying overhead and search dogs running around everywhere, that they're in the midst of all this chaos. There's just two deers because I'm an animal lover. I love animals, and I have never been able to get within 100 feet of a deer, okay? I've tried. I mean, I, I, I've i heard them run in the woods. That's the closest I've ever been to one. Well, except for in Key West. They have key deer. They'll actually come up and pet you because – they're like knee high they're on the endangered species so you can't kill them so they don't they don't have predators i mean they would walk up to you with a shotgun right in your hand they have no clue anyways but those are the key deers and key west or big pine but enough about that but anyways so it turns out that tony klein this father is a big time hunter and he has all these deer pictures all over his 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 facebook so now i'm concerned I am totally concerned because the stupid Indiana State Police have not released enough information. I mean, this guy could be easily stalking me for all I know. I mean, he's down the street from my house all the time, and here I am doing podcasts about him. But I didn't know anything of this man existed when I did the first podcast. That was just a comedy podcast about fucking murderers, and... Now everyone's telling me to be careful. And I, as a tax-paying citizen in this goddamn state, deserve answers. I really do. And I am just so pissed off because, listen, yeah, you know what? Yes, I am crazy, and I Facebook stalked you, Tony Klein. Oh, yes, I did. After this Murder Sheep podcast did a four-episode docu-series over you like, you're, like you were Hitler or something. And, listen, after listening to the podcast and after, you know... Facebook stalking you I honestly I don't think Tony's the killer listen I'm sorry I'm team Tony that's I mean listen and I people keep telling me I'm crazy but what oh he beat his wife yeah and dating's hard well what he beat his stepkids. well he didn't try to touch their pussy and you know what all these people he beat they're all still alive they are so I went on I don't think it just doesn't make any sense. Listen, Tony Klein's, not the one that's into kitty porn and 10-year-olds. Nobody of these people that they interviewed about this man said anything about him ever being touching or sexual or anything and being weird, but everyone Keegan's the weird one. Listen, you can't you can't where's the mom? how come no they are going hardcore after this man who not even police no one has accused him of being a murderer or a child predator or a pervert or anything so I, I i don't i'm team tony so anyways i did the facebook stalking and i found these pictures and here's a picture of tony klein Keegan Klein, and Steve-O from Jackass. So we have a lot of things here to to discuss, all right? First off, do they have DNA? I know the police said that they have DNA, but here's the thing. If they have DNA, shouldn't they be clearing both of these fucks? I mean, what's going on? I mean, you have people that are attacking this man well keegan's in jail but you have people going past this tony Klein's house this guy's house honking their horn they're father i think he actually blocked me on facebook so fuck you anyways but they're they're threatening him on facebook and people are calling him a murderer and there's it's never been anywhere stated or even suggested that at least from what i have found and anyway so we have this picture and i don't think First off, when you think about DNA and you think about transfer DNA, because there's actually been cases where they have found somebody's DNA at a crime scene, touch DNA or some type of, you know, people bite their nails or, you know, a a cuticle cell falls on a dead body or something and come to find out it, it was someone who was actually in the ambulance before they went and picked up the dead person or whatever and they've had that transfer of dna but you know that's how they were able to figure out well wait a second this person was you know having a heart attack just you know an hour before this person was murdered so they've actually been able to cover you know figure out this Transfer DNA. So, what about Stevo? I mean, do we know how long before this photo was taken that the girls were found murdered? I mean, what if Keegan or if one of them are the murderer? What if they wore the same shirt to commit the murder and now steve-o's DNA is on one of the victims? I don't know, but anyways, I'm more concerned about the guy wearing the Smile More T-shirt. Smile. Is he one of these guys that you know? You walk past on the street and they tell you to smile or you're prettier when you smile. They're assholes. I hate those people. And I was running One, this was years ago. I was running on the Monon Trail in Indianapolis, Broad Ripple, when all of a sudden this guy just stepped out almost like like a horror movie. He just stepped out slowly and turned towards me and he was jacking off. He was completely naked and he was grunting. He was grunting at me. And you know what? You looked exactly like Keegan. Exactly. I don't know what it is about these pervs that like to hang out in the woods and jump out of bushes, but they always look like bears. They do. And they look at you like you're a little Debbie snack cake or something. And I'll never I'll never forget the eyes. The eye will never, they were non-human, they were void of any type of emotion. It was ugh, anyways. And I just started screaming and yelling at him immediately. And I was young. I was maybe 23-ish at the time. So I I didn't realize. These people, they just do it for the reaction, I guess. Some people are really into, I I don't know. It's sick. But whatever. It looked like Keegan. And I think any guy that's wearing a Smile More t-shirt is, there's something off. Because women do not like to be told to smile. Anyways, so some more digging that I found. I found this picture of Tony Klein. And if you're not listening or if you're not watching youtube and you're listening it is of tony and he's with a midget race car driver because i guess he's into like race car driving anyways but to- i'm sorry this guy does not look like a killer he looks like someone that's into midget porn he's more of a guy that would be like hey go get a ladder you cock sucking midget or this dick is going in your ear i mean that's what it reminds me of so I don't think Tony is a killer. I think it's total b- bullshit. What is that? A fly? Anyways, I think it is total bullshit that somebody you know says something on a podcast, and now everyone thinks this guy's a murderer. And I guess, I guess maybe he could be. I don't know, but there's no evidence of that. We don't know shit. And now I just think between this guy being harassed and the son in jail because he should be in jail. He's a pervert and he's a pedophile whatever and we have no answers we have no answers and don't the does don't the state police say that they have DNA I mean I think we have gone beyond and I understand they have to keep things secret and they have to keep a tight tight lip because you know they don't want to release a bunch of information because then you get false confessions and you get other prisoners saying stuff just to you know get to talk to somebody that day I I understand how it all works but now you have these people that are being falsely accused. Their pictures are on Facebook. They're, they're on YouTube videos. You have crazy people like me that are Facebook stalking these poor innocent man. And I just think now you you have to, if you have DNA or you don't have DNA, I mean, you have to say neither one of them are the killer. They don't match the DNA or or say it's incomplete DNA we don't have enough DNA I mean do something okay because that I mean he could get a lawsuit I mean if someone was to come like I don't know damage his house or break into his house or harass him at work I mean he could sue you guys right I mean I, I anyways but that is comedy's dead for this week and next week like I said I am doing another um podcast with another comic and we're going to go more in detail about this document leak because it is, it's unbelievable actually. So that was comedy's dead. Um, Yeah. Like, follow, subscribe. If you don't, this is a comedy podcast people. Okay. I'm not trying to catch a killer. So save your comments for the killer. Anyways, I'm Sandra. Like, follow, and subscribe.